I'm in a suit day and night, yeah, I done slay for it I never knew that if I rap, I could get paid for it State to state, different cities with the gang touring He ain't a beast, if he play, I had the gang storm him It's on the love of you, my brother, we got the same story Yeah, what you know about a kick, though? You wasn't with me, I was running in that house, bro Trying to get rid Beautiful people, beautiful people What's happening with you? Welcome to Public Comment It's your boy, Smith, hanging out Man, end of the week the grind is official. It's trying to come to an end. Hey, crazy part of some people, you know, we live in a new world. You know, back in the day, when I say, again, you know, me old, back in the day, you know, I'm talking 70s, right? Hey, people work Monday through Friday. You know, people work Monday through Friday. Um, now, in the world we live in with um, <laughs> what I like to call instant oatmeal era, we want things now. We can't wait. 48 hours to get what we need um so uh now folks work 24 7 365 uh and so now friday isn't necessarily the de facto end of the week if i could uh some folks is friday is on sunday some folks friday is on monday it's absolutely a crapshoot uh what days you get especially if you're new to the work world whoo boy Good luck getting money, uh, good luck getting that those weekends off. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I started working. Before I get that, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. It's public comment, man. Um, you know how we get down over here, just trying to keep it real. Uh, some motivation, some positivity, and some education. Uh, you know how to find your boy uh, on Twitter, Fit Real Estate A1, Facebook, Edward Russell Jr., and on IG, Smitty underscore public underscore comment. Yes, sir, man. It's smoky. It's hot. It's ugly, but we're alive. But we're alive, and we push on. And then, so I digress back to working. You remember when getting that first job, and you like, man, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get the weekends off. I got the party on the weekend, man. I got the party. I got things to do because you can't do them during the week. So you thought, um, and so you didn't luck out. You had to work on Saturday, or you had to work on Sunday. You know, so you party like <laughs> those days you got off and dread going to work on Saturday because you thought you was going to miss something or dread going to work on Sunday because you thought you was going to miss it. Man, you ain't miss nothing. You ain't you ain't miss nothing. You probably saved yourself some grief. <laughs> That's what you probably did. Old folks know some things. That's why they make your ass work on Saturday or Sunday or even the the uh, the entire so-called uh, weekend. Right. Where you think that's your time to frolic. And act a damn fool, lose all your money, uh, some of your morals, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, goodness. But anyway, yeah, it's Friday. Uh, for, take that for what it's worth. Uh, I know football's kicking up, so I'm excited. High school football is kicking off. Um, so, again, it's Friday. We're going to get into it. Um, today I'm doing some things a little different, uh, kind of the same, but a little different. Uh, first and foremost, I do want to recognize the person that um, reached out to me and kind of just gave me an insight why they dropped uh, some money on my sponsorship. Um, and I really do appreciate that. 
Uh, again, it was, you know, unexpected. So it was an absolute surprise that someone recognized what I'm doing. Um, big shout out. I really appreciate it. Um, if you want to sponsor, there is a button you can click uh, to give however much money you feel as though, you know, you think the show is worth or you want to see it go further. You know what I'm saying? So um, I appreciate that. Really do. Um, going forward, sponsors today, not our typical local guys, but I thought it was really important because, again, it just goes back to where we are as a society, kind of what's perceived, what's an unknown. And, you know, I, 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 I go by this when we talk about certain things um, and then how things are addressed in society and community as a whole. Uh, love it. Love the quote. Love the quote. Love the quote. Uh, Don King said it best. That's right. Don King. Sensationalism sells. Sensationalism sells. And I've said that before. You're going to hear me talk about that all the time. Sensationalism sells. Sell what you want um, the people to focus on. And, and so with that, it's easy to say, oh, go buy those Jordans. Those Jordans cost a thousand dollars. I had a kid tell me today, why are you wearing those shoes? I have some Jordans on some throwbacks, you know, um, I don't care. I, I rock them. What I'm going to do? Sitting there and looking at them in the closet. I can't even look at them in the closet. They're in a box. So I'm rocking. He looks. He's like, man, what you wearing those for? This is what I do. He's like, man, I don't even wear mine. How much you pay for them? A thousand. You paid a thousand dollars for some J's. You gonna just sit sit in a box in a dark closet? Come on now. But anyway, sensationalism sells. Get everybody focused on these Jordans. The Jordan. You know, you can say what you want about it, but somewhere in uh, uh, Thailand, Cambodia, some other place. Hell, right, probably here in your own backyard. There's somebody getting paid less than what they're worth to manufacture these shoes and hell, even pedal these shoes. And when I say pedal, I mean sell. So if you're working at Foot Locker or Finish Line or Dick Sporting Goods or whatever, what are you getting paid to push Jordan shoes? You know what I'm saying? Not nearly as much as what he's pocketing or Nike is pocketing. So, again, uh, I want to make sure we take the time to recognize um, the cast that's really trying to make a difference. First and foremost, Stefan Marbury. That's right. Starberry. Starberry. I'm an old cat, so I remember this dude coming up, um, hooping, like, ridiculous, right? Uh, Starberry, what's up, man? Um, yeah, he played in the NBA. Uh, you know, he went uh, round one, round one, pick four, 1996. What was you doing in 1996? 1996. Yeah. Um, shout out 1996, wherever you went to. Um, <laughs> hey, Marbury uh, went to Georgia Tech. Ramblin' Wreck, Georgia Tech, uh, got drafted by the Minnesota Timberwolves. G hey, did his thing. Did his thing in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Um, the most important part about that, though, is, you know, he started selling shoes at a, at a, a quality shoe, quality hoop shoes at, at a lesser price than Jordan's. You know, his whole point was like, look, man, you can still be fly and you ain't got to break the bank to look fly and have some clean ass shoes. You know what I'm saying? He didn't get the sponsorships. He didn't get the push. He didn't get the pub that Jordan got, you know, um, um, and, and that's a shame, you know, and but they still out there and shout out to Stefan for staking to it. Now, he's over in China right now doing his thing, blowing up, you know, um, but again, I just want to make sure that we recognize some of these cats that's still out there trying to make sure inner city kids ain't getting shot or spending a thousand dollars of where they get thousand dollars from. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, shout out Stefan Marbury. That's right, Georgia Tech rambling wreck. Get it done, kid. Georgia Tech. Ooh, Kenny, Kenny Anderson for all you old school uh, basketball heads. That's right. Uh, shout out Stefan Marbury. Keep doing your thing. Appreciate you, man. 
And last but not least, you know this, man, but do you know he got a shoe? That's right. Shaquille O'Neal, Big Shaq, the Diesel, whatever name he goes by. You know what I'm saying? Y'all remember he had a rap? That's right. He was with the Fushnickens. Boy, old school. Shaquille O'Neal, LSU. That's right. He was at LSU for a year over there with that boy, um, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. He was Jackson before he was Mahmoud. Oh, boy, I'm going old school. 1992. That's right. Shaq was drafted in 1992. Number one. Went number one. You know who he went to, Orlando Magic. You know what? I still crossing my height about that whole Christian Leitner. They put Christian Leitner on the dream team ahead of Shaq. Christian Leitner was a bust. Only reason he got there because he was on Duke. Shaq ate that boy. Anyway, Shaquille O'Neal also had his own shoe. Still got his own shoe. You can find it for half the price, a third of the price of what Jordans go for. You can find it for a third of the price what Shaq's own Reebok shoe goes for. You know what I'm saying? So he understands. He he had the wherewithal. Man, kids don't need to be, parents don't need to be, you know, breaking the bank trying to get their kids some quality basketball shoes to hoop. Let's make something affordable for the hardworking kid or hardworking parents, I say. You know what I'm saying? Again, didn't get the plug. Now look at that. You talk about Shaq. Shaq, probably one of the most recognizable human beings in the entire world with the backing of, you know, the NBA, Reebok, everything that that man is involved in and his own shoe couldn't, you know, get the traction that it deserves, you know, because again, it's helping the, it's helping the inner city cat. Let's just keep it 1000. You know what I'm saying? So shout out Shaq, man, you know, Shaq, Stefan doing what they can. So cats ain't, ain't, they ain't, first you ain't got to wear no blown out old shoes. You can get some affordable, high quality basketball hoop shoes. Thank you, Shaq. Thank you, Stefan. Keeping it real, man. You know, I appreciate that. Really do. All right. Hey, now, you know, I got it today. I got it today. Oops. Bank shot, baby. That's how I do. That's right. I was dunking in ninth grade for all y'all didn't know. I was dunking in the ninth grade. I was probably 5'9", 5'10", 135 pounds maybe. Yeah, I remember the first time I dunked, I had some Converse on. Low top Converse. What? Went up, bye boing, 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 in basketball practice in the ninth grade. Never since then, it was on. You couldn't stop me. I was trying to do whatever I could. You know what I'm saying? Really couldn't get to the next level, but I was still dunking. It's all official. Hey, um, so with all of that said, uh, let's get on to some serious topics today. And I want to talk about mental health, specifically in the, in the black community. Uh, man, I, I know that was a cold segue. I just went, boom, shack, basketball, boom, mental health. It's, it's be like that sometime. You know what I'm saying? Um, so this week, um, I uh, successfully passed um, to get my certification uh, for a mental health first aid responder, which I am excited about. Um, you know, yeah, I, it took me a long time to recognize just the mental aspect of being a human being. And then the mental aspect of being, you know, a fa father, you know, a husband, a brother, a cousin, an uncle, a human being, a black man. I mean, it really, really took some time. I was totally unaware, thought, you know, that whole mental thing was just shit people made up. You know, go see a shrink, man. I ain't talking to no shrink. What's a shrink going to tell me that? I don't really know, you know, and that's the stigma that goes into it. And that's kind of. 
you know, a lot of things that hold us back, you know. And that goes also along with sensationalism sales. Uh, you keep telling people long enough, don't worry about no shrink. There's a stupid people that go, you know, you start passing that down through generations and generations. We start to believe it. And next thing you know, we become the victim of our own circumstance and the victim of history repeating itself in an ugly cycle. That's just facts, you know. So again, it took me a while. So I'm 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 proud of myself. One, that's an achievement I really even never thought uh was possible for me. Didn't even think I'd be doing something like it. But once I seen it pop up and you know, I said, Man, let me see what I can do with this, you know. Um, so I got that. Um, I'm extremely proud of that achievement. Um you know, professionally, that's one of my, that's probably one of my biggest achievements ever professionally is that, you know, I have the tools, excuse me, and the wherewithal to hopefully help somebody, you know, in that mental aspect of life. Um, so with all of that said, you know, it's just many layers to systemic racism. Um, a lot of that is just keeping the down down, you know, that I was saying misery loves company, you know, when, when you don't have uh, no energy to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you don't have that encouragement or that reaffirmation that you will succeed, that you will overcome, that this is just temporary, you know, then you start to, okay, now I'm helpless. You know, that learned helplessness is there. It's impactful. It's powerful. It's, it's, um, it's consuming. It's time consuming. It's life consuming. Is mentally consuming, it's draining, it's physically consuming, you know. Um, so, and a lot of that is pervasive in the black community. You can put that uh, again, many, 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 many layers to systemic racism in the black community and our struggles with mental health. Um, and I don't know where to start, but I'm going to say, you know, um, with the absenteeism of the black father, the black role model. Now don't take this the wrong way. I'm not saying there aren't black men in our neighborhood, in our communities, in our life, in our families. I'm not saying that. For the most part, you can see, again, I'm not big on stats and data because I live real life. I can see it. I, I, you know, I lived it. Um, and then sometimes numbers, they may not lie, but they can be manipulated. But for the most part, in the neighborhoods I grew up in and what I've seen and where I visited, where I grew, where I hung out, the black father was absent. So now you have these other black role models, uh, male figures who might be, uh, you know, neighborhood uncles, neighborhood grandfathers, uh, things of this nature, just some local cats hanging out. Um, and then they, um, I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say knowingly but they pass down their generational burdens of what they've been learned um, to the younger cats. And without guidance and, and, and proper perspective, you may take some of those things as a young black man and have them misconstrued. And so you start thinking one way, you know, and um, I say all of that because as a young person, if we just watch the, the growth of, of young black men and without that father figure there, right? And when I say father figure, I'm talking a, 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 a present body in the home daily, daily, that, that, that reinforcement of who this young man is by his father, um, the, the love, the affection, the attention, the commitment, 
you know, that discipline, you know, when you hear his voice, you know, oh, father's talking, you know, that goes a long way. It's so hard to instill discipline into a young man once a week, you know, or on the weekend, twice a month. That's hard. So now we expect this young man to have discipline. Now, again, now this is not a slap in the face to mothers. That single moms that's doing. I'm not. I'm just talking overall aspect. This is, I'm just, I'm, please don't take that as a disrespect to 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 the single moms. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in the overall grand scheme of things, when it comes to having a father present in a home, how it affects us. So now you start to learn these things, and I'm going to solely speak on my behalf of, of of myself and what I've seen others friends family members growing up you know you get raised or you get taught or you watch you know imitation in in humans is like it's probably a little bit stronger than verbal communication imitation that you see other grown folks doing you start to do that you start and then you hear it verbalizing like oh okay then that's what a man is you know and i gotta say in the neighborhood i grew up in predominantly you weren't taught to smile you had to be, you know, keep that meme or keep people away from you. Defense mechanism. You got to be hard. Ain't no crying. Things of this nature. You know, um, I was never taught the value of a black woman's heart, the fragility of a black woman's heart. Never taught how to hold her hand, how to caress her, how to how to listen, how to listen to uh, um, uh, a young black woman, her heart and what she's spilling out to you and what she's crying out for, you know. So now as you get older, and again, it's me, you know, you, you, you don't even know these things. You think a man is just walking around hard, mad, you know, you know, being boisterous, being loud, you know, aggressive, keeping people away, showing how macho you are, how strong you are. I can do all of these things on my own, even when times are hard. You know, when I lost my mother um, in 1997, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, can't nobody tell me nothing now. Can't nobody tell me nothing. I got this because if that's the strongest woman, I know the strongest person I know who was leading my way. There's nobody else that's going to tell me nothing. And I can't rely on nobody else. You know, granted, I have my sister. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying as a man, you're like, I got this now. Right. You're not taught, man. Let that shit go. Be vulnerable, vulnerable, strong word. Vulnerable, vulnerable in, 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 in your manhood vulnerable in your black manhood, vulnerable in your relationships, vulnerable in your family, vulnerable in the community, in school, in your man, that is hard to do is to put yourself out there. You know, um, you know, I know, uh, um, man, I, sugar free had a rap and, you know, a song in one of the songs, you know, it, it ain't got no heart. I ain't got no heart. I locked that shit up a long time ago, so it don't be ripped apart. I ain't got no use for that muscle. You know, man, you take that as a young kid. You listen to that at 14 years old. You go, what? I don't need that. Oh, okay. You know, and you come into grown, you come into adulthood as an animal. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't criminally minded, but you're an animal. You locked in, you lost. you like, I can't talk to nobody. I got this. Man, that shit build up on you and it weigh on you and it start tearing you down, you know, and then. People start looking at you like, man, this dude is a lunatic. You know what I'm saying? Even though you, you, you know, you working, you doing what you got to do, but you can't talk to nobody. Nobody can talk to you. One of one of our biggest problems as black men, you know, is letting people talk to us, letting people in, being vulnerable. You know, so it takes that time 
Um, and then, you know, it takes, you take someone, it, it takes someone to talk to you in a real way, but then it takes for you as a black man, as a man, as a human being to let those guards down. You know, I was that cat. Um, you know, I lived in a castle with the drawbridge up with a deadbolt lock on it. Uh, you know, I had snipers on the roof of the castle. The drawbridge was up. It was surrounded by a moat. In that moat were alligators, piranhas, uh, electric eels, dragons, fire-breathing dragons. You wasn't getting to me. You wasn't getting to my heart because that was the only thing I knew. You wasn't going to hurt it, and I had to protect it. And but damn it, everybody else, you can go to hell. That was my thought, you know. But to be receptive to that and open that drawbridge and let people in took a long time. I'm still doing that. I just, I, you know, things don't happen overnight. Evolving is definitely the word. Evolve. You evolve. And black men, we have to start evolving because we have a lot of things. I, I did a thing last summer um, talking about we're not okay on YouTube. And it was long. It was drawn out. Um, but my point was it's okay to not be okay. That's the thing. It's okay to not be okay. And then I look around and I see these young kids, man, just calling out for help. And they don't know it's okay to not be okay. They don't know it's okay, you know, to wonder where your dad is. It's They don't know it's okay to wonder where my mom is. They don't know it's okay to, to not have the same clothes everybody else has. They don't know it's okay to not be able to learn the way everybody else learns. They don't know it's okay to have dyslexia. They don't know it's okay uh, to, 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 to not be able to sit still and pay attention. They don't know. And that's why it's important for me to have went and got this mental health first responder uh, certificate. So I can tell Young black men, it's okay not to know where your mother is. It's okay not to know why you have to live with your grandparents. It's okay not to know um, who your ancestors are. It's okay not to be in a normal school. It's okay not to, to, to be able to smile. Man, we have to do that. You know, because if we don't, then we have young black men who go into um, society and into our community not knowing it's okay not to be okay. Then we have young black men going into the workplace not knowing it's okay not to be okay. Wondering why, damn, why do I want to beat this white boy's ass who just told me to go move that box? Man. We, we, we don't know these things. No one's telling us. The programs and the resources that are there, they don't make it to us. Sensationalism sells. So if you don't sensationalize it, it won't sell. It won't get to the people. Mental health challenges. The stigma goes into, don't talk. I ain't talking to no shrink. That keeps us away from fixing ourselves, from helping our community. We got to fix our community. We fix our community by fixing our young black men. I spoke to a school not too long ago. And, um, you know, I'm not the smartest cat. I just try to read and do what I can and then share some of the, the, the nuggets that I've learned, you know. And the greatest one I go by right now is the great Frederick Douglass said, it's easier to build 
strong children than to repair broken men. So if we build young black males to know it's okay to not be okay, and it's okay to smile as bright as you can with every ounce of fiber you have in your muscles to make those pearly white show. It's okay to be vulnerable and say, I love you and let someone love you. It's okay to hug your mother. It's okay to hug your father. It's okay to kiss your dad. It's okay to hug your sister. Tell your sister, I love you and I am your protector. These are the things we got to teach our young black men. It's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to accept your normal, whatever your normal is. If you live with both your parents, it's okay. It don't make you a square. It don't make you a square because you got straight A's. It don't make you a nerd because you like to build planes. It don't make you a nerd because you like to build robots. It don't make you a nerd because you know how to speak words instead of cussing and say yeah you know or you feel me or you did kind of like the words i do you know what i'm saying like that you know what i'm saying it's okay not uh to live in the inner city it's okay to live in the suburbs it's okay to live on a ranch it's okay to live on the outskirts it's okay to live in a hotel it's okay to live in the apartments it's okay to be exactly how you are right now at this very minute that's what we need to do and it's okay young bros for you to ask og bros and be like man what's going on with you today lace me up with something tell me something i don't know because there's a lot of things i don't know and it's okay for young bros to teach old bros man let me teach you something real quick let me teach you something real quick just because you 68 and i'm 15 I might have a I might have a nugget for you. It goes both ways. And I'm not discounting my black sisters. I'm not at all. They play an intriguing part in this. Because when we fix ourselves, then we can help them. And then they can help us. And that cycle starts to build and we start to grow. You know what I'm saying? We all in this together, right? But that's the whole part of that mental aspect. If we ain't here to lean on one another and give guidance and do what I like to say, you see this on a lot of my posts, education through communication, education through communication. Let's talk. Let's talk, bro. Man, the, the, the shit that you went through, why not lace young bro up and tell him, man, this is what I went through. You don't have to. Go talk to bro Smith, man. Smith can get you right. He can lace you up with these cats. Or if you ain't going to go talk to bro Smith, go talk to this other cat. He can get you right. You know what I'm saying? Just don't do what we've been doing for all these years because it ain't working. You know what I'm saying? When you slide through, say, what's up? Show me some love. It's official, but I don't need you out here hanging with me. I need you to go that way and stay away from me. Show me love on the, hey, man, I see you, OG, young G, right? But I'm over here doing this thing now. You know, if you're a real cat, you're going to push cats away. Like, man, you need to go do this the right way. I got this over here. You know what I'm saying? And then when you're a young G or you got a cat that's getting it right and you out there owning the business and you owning the house and you owning some cars, why don't you go snatch bruh up and get him right? I'm like, bruh, check this out. I'm not here to change your life. I'm just here to introduce you to something different. I'm not telling you you got to do it, but at least you know it's an avenue over here if you want to make this left turn, man, to come with me. Man, that's what we got to be about. Man, stop seeing cats talk about, oh, he doing wrong or he doing this or he doing... That don't, man, that's probably what all that cat know. Introducing to something new. 
How about that? And again, he ain't got to do it. And, bro, you ain't got to do it. But, hell, at least you know about it. And when a nest cat come, you be like, man, look, I'm going to hold this down. But, look, brother over there just tied me up with this. I'm going to send you his way. Mental health, man. We, we got to stop with all of that. Man, nigga, what you looking at? Yeah, I just said that. Nigga, what you looking at? Man, I'm looking at you, bro, because I love you. And I just want to say what's up. You know what I'm saying? That's all. That's all. It ain't got to be all this negativity and this hostility. That's what they want. That's the sensationalism. They selling that bullshit, right? Man, you see, bro, man, hit your nod. Hey, bro, what's up, king? Get that crown right. I see you. It's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? How's your day? How you, how you thinking today? Don't talk about how you feeling. Feelings fuck your whole world up. Talk about how you thinking. How you thinking today? Are you thinking right? You thinking clearly? Cool. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's what mental health is about. It's about talking. It's education through communication. It's about being vulnerable and saying, when, when, when you ask, bro, man, how you thinking today? And he hit you back with, man, I'm in a fucked up place. I'm not. Man, put your arm around, bro. Give him a hug. You say, man, come on, man. Let's go make a phone call. You know what I'm saying? Who can I call for you? Or whatever. Don't call law enforcement. Don't call law. We don't need law enforcement. What we need is another bro. What we need is his family. You know, what we need is his mother, his sister, someone who loves him. And we're going to have a conversation. We don't need other people, folks. We need us. Man, I am, I'm on the soapbox today because that's just how I'm feeling. You know, this mental health, it, it can break us down. You know what I'm saying? But we got to get, get right mentally. Woo, I'm sweating, y'all. I'm going to leave y'all on that one. Holla at you, boy, man. We got to get right. Love yourself, man. Love yourself. Y'all know where to find me. Hit me up. Reach out from me. Fit Real Estate A1. Ever Russell on Facebook. Smitty underscore public underscore on IG. Woo! Gentlemen. Man, I was going to say gentlemen and ladies. Ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy your weekend. Love somebody. Hug somebody. And grow better. Shout out, Bird. These people do not understand. I'm moving as fast as I can. Sending my prayers to God. He doing whatever he can. I'm way too deep in this field. But fuck it, I'm taking a chance. That boy thinking he is a beast. I'm knocking him off his stance. These people do not understand. I'm moving as fast as I can. Sending my prayers to God. He doing whatever he can. I'm way too deep in this field. But fuck it, I'm taking a chance. That boy thinking he is a beast. I'm knocking him off his stance. And we rolling that dope with a can. Ready to go spin again? That bitch gon' do what she do, but she know a young nigga the man. And 